as a small biz pro, I so we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, Crystal, we're going to have a fantastic show. We got an amazing guest waiting in the background. But, Crystal, you tell me what has been going on this week? What's going on out there? In, oh, my in God. This week was, <laughs> I, I just felt like, Gilbert, I have worked so hard. I don't even, I can't even remember Monday. It's just <laughs> like every day. All I do, uh, only thing I do remember about Monday and Tuesday, those were the days we were waiting for um, the um, announcement of the verdict. So, yes. so we kind of was focused in that. So we heard some good things about the verdict. Yeah. And now we just got to see how that's going to really pan out in the real life. <laughs> you, you, you know what I was thinking, though, Crystal? I think I think what they're doing, they're throwing us a bone. That's what they're doing. Because remember back in uh, the 80s, uh, 90s, uh, 97, somewhere around there when when OJ was involved in his case. Right. And he right. He, he was acquitted. Yes. That was a bone they threw us to say, okay, uh, we just want to let you guys know that black people can still get some kind of uh, fair uh, verdict, right? I agree. And, and that went on for years. And since then, we haven't had another verdict in our favor. So now, <laughs> now this one is there. You see what I'm saying? Now the, with the George Floyd, we got another verdict. That shows accountability in 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 you know in our favor. So I'm wondering, do we have to wait another decade or longer to get another fair verdict? Is that what we're gonna have to do? <laughs> it, it sounds like that, how uh, uh, as well. And um, it does sound like Tanya. I just want you to know you're in the green room, but you're on, so we'll bring you on in about about fifteen in about ten minutes, okay? But I see you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you may be right, Gilbert. I think that one, we still, first of all, there's so many things, right? So first thing is he is, um, he is in a secure wherever for the next six weeks. Uh, yes, he got consecutively the 40 to 25 in the 10 year. Um, it's just, we still got to see where he's, what, how many years he actually going to get when they right. finish this, when the sentencing actually. So right. am I, I, I'm praying because mm -hmm. I think the same thing is going to go down if, if, if he doesn't get that. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping with all my heart that this yeah. man gets at least 40 plus years because uh, there's no question about the fact that he was guilty is all sin. Right. But I'm still thinking that, uh, you know, we live in this America's and this America's is something else. <laughs> yeah. 
And and see the thing about this why I'm so skeptical about this whole thing, right? Even though he was found guilty the very same day or during the same trial period, cops were still killing black people. They so, they so it's like the they're day not before, learning. the day of, the day yeah. after, after like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're not really learning anything from the this does nothing to really put put them in a pause mode. So that's my concern right there. You know, and and you know, when when folks like LeBron James speaks up about it, they're trying to chastise him in, in the media. And all he was saying is, hey, accountability, man, accountability. When you do things, you got to be held accountable. You know, when, when your behavior is sketchy, when it's sketchy right. and, and people have to think and wonder what was your motive for doing those things, then you need to be held accountable. You have to be held accountable. And because it's so obvious what went down, um, and what is continuing to go down, I happen to see, it's just amazing. And even when we were looking at the 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 video, they were still trying to say, oh, he, he died because of a heart attack, or he died because of asphyxiation, and he died because of this, and he died because of that, as Ridiculous. opposed to the fact that you put your neck, your knee on this man's neck, yeah. and it by you doing that, then this is the problem. This is the result of that. The man died. So it didn't really matter what the hell happened be in yeah. between and all that sort of stuff. So that's my concern. They take the information and they turn it upside down and around yeah. the corner. And yeah. and it's just it's just too much. So I'm praying with everything I have uh, that this man gets the time. But then again, what about the white white? What about the other young man? And and there's some other stuff. And then there was um the young man, the 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 the, the army lieutenant that the cops yeah. pull over. So my question is this: um, in addition to all of this going on, right? Mm -hmm. There was the anti Asian anti hate Asian campaign going on, and so yeah. a bill was passed as well on Monday, mm -hmm. ninety four to six. So that's basically unanimously, right? Yeah, yeah. So. I want a bill that says anti-kill black people, yeah. anti-hate black people. Mm -hmm. And I want to see some legislation changed. Yeah. I want to see some bills in enacted. I mm -hmm. want to see that there's something more active than us going into court. They take you through this charade of stuff. And even on the backside of that, they try to make you think your eyes, as my brother-in-law says, your eye, lying eyes didn't see what your lying eyes saw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? So this is what I want to see. Um, we're in a very pivotal point, I believe, in America. And yeah. that this, this is not going to go away until it's addressed. I just think that, you know, they try to appease us every 10 years by throwing us a bone and i'm kind of sick of that and you know i kind of blame a lot of those people in congress also because they just do the status quo they run up their mouth you know when there's a a mass shooting they'll run up their mouth they stop they talk some stuff but nothing really get enacted and then you know as soon as you hear some activities with black people involved then you know the blacks are really the quick the, the quick scapegoat for them so 
I, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I'm with, you. I, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I, but I do think, um, yeah, we, we, there's like an appeasement, but I don't want to be appeased yeah. anymore. I'm tired. Right. Of turning, exactly. Exactly. I'm tired. Just I, show, I show me something. Show me some results. <laughs> I don't want to hear them talking about it anymore. We need to do this. Yeah, we knew this for 400 years now that you need to do something. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Do it. That's what we want. Yes, and, that's what we want. We just and, want and, to be done. And, and the, the thing is that really bothers me about this is everything that's happening, Crystal, everything is systemic. Systemic. It, it has to do with, with uh, economics. It has to do with learning. It has to do with uh, housing. It has to do with small business ownership, small business lending. All of those things are part of that. And it's systemic. And a lot of players who are involved in this, they're, you know, they're defending the systemic corruption, not really looking into it because it doesn't really affect them directly. Or some of them are affected, but they don't even know they're affected by that stuff. So that's the kind of thing we want to see. See some change. Give us some change. You talk about reparation. If you want to do reparation, show us some change. Give us some opportunities. Put us in positions where we don't have to deal with these things anymore. And that's my th my little soapbox for today. Right, right because because you're absolutely right. You know, today or the, the month of April was all about financial literacy and and today we have Tanya Mackey on and she's going to be talking about the pathway to wealth um and that women uh, 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 you know, uh, have a worthy of wealth, but, but how, but us as black people, because of exactly that, that long list of that you, you, you recited right there, everything is affected by, by racism, mm -hmm. everything. So our mm -hmm. road to, to, to wealth, it gets stopped. It gets stomped it because someone is controlling externally preventing us from doing what we want to do right so if mm -hmm. we want to become wealthy and 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 there's limits on you know you make the real estate so darn expensive that nobody can afford it um you you block the airways or the or the pathways to get there um just like they did after black wall street after they after black wall street was destroyed then you limit but i was reading somewhere recently there's two statements that um Oh, that that really struck me this week. One was from D.L. Hughley, and mm -hmm. um, he said that, and we were, he was talking about the police department, and he says that if you have a tree, and that tree has been eaten up by either disease or termites from the mm -hmm. inside out, mm -hmm. then whatever is growing on the outside is going to be limited, right? Right, right. So you're, you may have a few green little leaves, but ultimately the tree is dying. Right. So he says, so yeah, there may be, there are some good police officers and then there's definitely some bad police officers. But if the good police officers can't control or, or, prevent the bad police officers from murdering anybody which means that the the core is corrupted right 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 so in order for it to be um for it to work you have to just you and, and this is the same thing in a garden if one of my plants get diseased and it's in with all the other plants then i'm going to have to take those that plant out right 
because it's going to infect the rest of my crop. It will. It certainly right? will. Yeah. And if I, if I don't catch it, then it's yeah. going to ruin the whole entire crop, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. And that's where we are with the police department. Yes, there are good police officers out there. But yeah. if good police officers can't stop the bad police officers, right? then they all bad. And it's counterproductive and it's, it's counterproductive, never going to help. Right? And here's the, here's the thing that I don't understand. When there is bad things going on on one side, that bad things that people think is not affecting them is going to affect them indirectly anyway. Because if the, the people who are directly affected by this are not being able to flourish, then the effects of those, those um, bad results are going to permeate back up on the other side where good stuff are happening. And that's what that's what I don't understand. It's like you're cooking some food, like right? you know, certain food you cook, right? Uh -huh. Like chit like chitlins, for example. Ooh, <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you cook certain food and it has a certain smell to you, a certain Ooh, fragrance, yeah. a certain odor. Right? <laughs> Even though the intentions is good, and the people cooking it, you know, they're thinking good things, good family, and all that smell is going back over there and affecting all of them and the environment that they're in. So they gotta look at those those metaphors. They gotta look at those things, you know. <laughs> they have to look at those metaphors because those, those that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and so you have to look at it. And so and so that was one thing, and that really resonated me. And and I and I posted that on my Facebook page this weekend, this yeah. week. But also another thing, I'm reading a book called The Sum of Us, yeah. and basically uh, the young lady is stating that uh, poverty and and race, well, racism affects not just black people right because right? if you start squishing programs and social security and medicare and 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 pathways anybody that is in a in in the poverty level everybody's going to be affected by that exactly. Right? exactly and look at look at look at all of the money this is the thing that baffles me so we as taxpayers are and when they when they pay out uh to the families as a result of you killing their loved one and they're yeah. sitting giving you millions and millions and millions of dollars, who's, right. who's paying that? See, there right? we go. We're, yeah. and right. And it's not the rich people because they got all the tax cuts and they right. gonna make sure that they're not. So that means the middle class is paying for all the exactly. things. So right now it's like, we'd rather pay this out than just make this adjustment. Just just like eradicate racism yeah. and let everybody do what they need to do. But in right. this book, I'm reading the sum of, of us. She indicates that, um, so two things. When black people think about creating wealth, we're not thinking about uh, taking wealth away from anybody else, right? We're just thinking about changing our personal situations and creating a better life for our families. Yeah. But she says in Anglo America, they feel if we become wealthy, yeah. then that means you're going to be taking wealth from them. Which is ridiculous. Which is and that's so why ridiculous. they're fighting so hard. And so uh, I, I don't know how we, I, I, I do know how we fix it. We have to come to a place 
where we have to eliminate racism in this country. And I, but I don't the, the steps and how we do that. I don't know, but I do know that there needs to be um, uh, policies and legislation in place that that deal with the hate crimes, that deal with anti-black, and not us lumped together with everybody. <laughs> it yeah. needs to be very specific. This and if that means every group that they got to do it, you know, yeah. we, now we have the AAPI, the Asian. Uh, American, Asian, and Pacific Islanders. Pacific they, they Islander. Have Pacific Islander. They yeah. have a campaign. Then we need to have a campaign for the Latino and Hispanic population. Then we got to have a, a separate campaign for Black folks. If that's the way we have to do it, then that's the way. But we can't lump it in where everybody is in one big pot, and then you decide who who, who that really refers to. You you know what I think about all the time. Uh, I see these types of things going on, Crystal. You remember the the song by the OJs? The OJs, mm-hmm. the song that says, "We're all in this thing together. We gotta work yeah. it out. Yes, we gotta work it out." Then they said, "Not because you live high on the hill, and I live down here on the ground. All the thing that's affecting me." will affect you too, indirectly affects you, whether you know it or not. We're all in this thing together. That's what I'm talking about. See, they think that it's not going to affect them directly, but it's affecting Mm -hmm. them indirectly. And an example of that is we're talking about minimum wage right now, okay? We're talking about, you know, moving it to $15, for example. Most of those folks want to keep it at $750. Now, how can a person run and maintain their family on $750 an hour? It's ridiculous. So if they can't maintain their family with $750 an hour, that means people are going to start missing time from work. They have to take their kids to the doctors and all of that. Who is it going to affect? It's going to affect them, but it's also going to affect the employers. You see what I mean? So they're saying- Crime yeah. rates are going to go up because exactly. people are desperate and they yes. need what they need when they need. Exactly. So now crime rates goes up, so that just doesn't affect us. That affects everybody. Right. But you're absolutely right. So that's why I don't get why people are trying to separate themselves and go, oh, no, we can't afford to give them $15 minimum wage. Right now, all of my, my people who work with me, Crystal, all the people who work for me, I pay them above the minimum wage. I'll pay right. them any I'll pay them anywhere from $15 up. And the reason mm-hmm. I want to do that, one, I'll get better quality people working mm-hmm. for me. Two, I'll get people who mm-hmm. are who, who tend to be a little bit more committed because if this is above the minimum, then they don't want to lose that. So they're gonna do everything they can to keep and maintain that. Now they're gonna be they're gonna be an ambassador for my business. So they're gonna try to do their best. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. That it yeah. affects you indirectly, even though you think it's not. You know, so by keeping right. someone at this Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Chris. And look, look what's happening in you know the the, the bill that there was a the announcement they want hazard pay, and especially in the state of California for those that are worked on the front line right. doing COVID, right? Right. Right. And so there are literally stores like Ralph that's closing because they don't want to pay hazard pay. It's ridiculous. At one point, the supermarkets were the only ones. The supermarket and Home Depot were the only people making money. 
yeah. during the COVID, during the yes. first part of COVID, when we couldn't go anywhere, yes. but we had to eat, and where were we going? So you're literally saying you've made billions of dollars because yes. you're the one group that actually, you're the one several stores that actually mm -hmm. worked during this right. time right. and made money, and that COVID was good for your bank account. Yeah. But you can't pass any of that on to the that's, people that were on the front line? That's exactly my point, Ben. So, you know, all of these talk that they're talking, that's why I say, you know, show me. Don't tell me. Show me. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> just show me. What is it you're doing? How are you doing it to help people? Because it is, so, you, remember, you remember when the George Floyd um, protest started in May of last year? All of a yeah. sudden, all of these big corporations, big business, oh, we're here to support blacks. We're gonna launch. We're gonna give a hundred million to help blacks. We're gonna do this. You hear? Do you hear them talking about that now? No, because yeah. it was it was it was just a trend. That was the the flavor of the month at the time. You see what right. I mean? Now, now we're losing our flavor because another yeah. flavor came in. So exactly. It's just, it's just it's just crazy. But um, for those of you who just tuned in, you are tuned <laughs> into the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And obviously, we were on a little tirade right now because this week was uh, that kind of week. <laughs> <laughs> we're asking that you go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Very important so that we can grow our channel. Um, we we've been almost on, we've been on the air this year. Will be uh, in July very soon. We will be on the air for five years. So we want to really start growing our channel so go on over to youtube right now right this minute you can see the show actually over there if you're on facebook you can just jump right over to youtube hit the hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell and every friday at three o'clock we will be here and then you will get early notification uh, that we're here also for our people that are watching on facebook and youtube welcome we're glad to have you um and i bet you guys didn't know my that my my uh, co-host is a recording artist, and that he has some he has some skill set. So y'all heard a little bit of it just now when he was singing. Uh, but uh, you can also go to YouTube and and go find Gilly Buchanan, and you can hear him doing his thing. <laughs> he, he's not just the, the small business mechanic; he got some skills. <laughs> Thank you, co-host. Thank you. <laughs> See, this is that multiple stream of revenues that we're talking about, Crystal. <laughs> it is. We're not one-dimensional people. We're not just about business. We have fun, too. <laughs> we got to have multiple streams of revenue. And today's show, just in case you guys came in late, you don't know what the, the title of the show is, it's called Women Worthy of Wealth. That's the title of our show today. We got an amazing guest waiting in the background to start sharing her or, 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 or throve of wisdom with all of you guys so you guys can at least start helping yourself. What we notice out there right now is what they call economic deserts. Economic desert mean that there we're out in the, in the economy, we're out in the marketplace, but there's different types of deserts all over the place in terms of economic opportunities. They're far apart. You know when you're in the desert, you can't find water? That's what this is, economic desert. So the opportunities are few and far between for small businesses, minorities, and all of that. So our very special guest today is going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, I can't wait to, to, to have her on so she can share some and, words and, of wisdom and, and, with and, us. And Tanya Mackey, she didn't only teach it, she walks the walk. 
So that's she, what I'm talking she has about. accomplished so much on her herself. So she she listens to her own advice, which a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and she's gonna talk to you about strategies and how to go about that. And so and hey, Alfred. Hey, Alfred. Um, welcome to the business zone, Peggy Freeman. Welcome to the business zone. Thank you so much. Glad to have you guys. Uh, so before we jump over to uh, Miss Tanya, I'm going to introduce her, read her bio, but a quick little commercial about my new virtual receptionist. Uh, for those of you that heard us last year, last week, actually, I'm just still excited about my uh, my receptionist and Alfred, someone will be calling you and you, Gilbert, to help get take you guys through the, the demo. So if you guys want to um, reach out and, and, and make an appointment with me or get a, a copy of the latest ver uh, latest episode of the Business Zone or whatever you need from me, you can call me at 213-458-5952 and my new virtual receptionist that is making my life uh, uh, operate in a much more peaceful way. She will make sure that you get to connect it to the right extension and send you the information that you need. And uh, what, what what is that number again, Crystal? That number was two 213-458-5952. Okay, I'll put that in the chat for you guys so you guys can reach out to Crystal. And I'm telling you, you are going to be blown away when you call this number. Unbelievable. I'm getting ready to start using this, this feature as well. So you guys check it out. All righty. So with that, we're going to bring Miss Tanya on. With Tanya, you already have some fans out here waiting for you. They're saying you're absolutely phenomenal. So we're, without further ado, we're going to bring the phenomenal woman to the into the show. Hello, Miss Tanya. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I love the background. Yeah, you see my new beach house? Oh, like yeah. It. That's what that's what wealth will do for you, Miss Mackie. <laughs> Welcome to the business zone. Well, thank you, too, for having me. You guys are just so kind. We really need you in this community, I tell you. Thank so thank you. you for having me as a guest. I love what you're doing. Thank, thank you so much. The same with you. Hey, Miss Tiffany. Uh, Bill, how are you? Um, thank so you, Tiffany. Tanya is an accomplished, and I don't say these words lightly, is an accomplished entrepreneur, business executive, uh, financial advisor, and she's the CEO of National Fringe Benefits, uh, which is a 34-year-old full-service financial company. And she's built this company on the trust earned from her clients by matching their very unique needs with a mixture of of financial products and services. Tanya has been, she's received the Woman of the Year Award. Uh, she is involved, it has been involved in multi-million dollar round tables. Uh, she, as I said, Tanya walks the walk and now she is helping other women. She has a program called Women Worthy of, of Wealth. Uh, she's helping women achieve wealth. And I'm sure she does the same thing for her male clients. And so with that, um, 
Uh, she values creating um, your estate and making sure you can pass a legacy of your wealth down to generation to generation. And that's so important that what you build that you don't lose um, because you haven't been the, the, the taking time uh, to make sure that your your family understands uh about the dollar and so she teaches financial literacy which is really important and uh she's a proud alumni of ucla and she resides in los angeles with her wonderful husband jim and her her uh three children and four grandchildren so welcome miss tanya thank you thank you thank you um so i i I thought that I was going so to talk us, more. Tanya, uh, can can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can we hear can. you. Can. Okay. What were you going to say, mm -hmm. Crystal? Can I share my screen? Whatever you want to talk about. Okay, I want to yeah, share my whatever screen. Whatever you want to talk about. So go down to the to the to the little monitor. I got it. You guys can see it. All right. All right. Before I Let talk about know. the women worthy of wealth, I'm going to talk about. Let's talk about um, this is financial literacy month, right? Okay. Yes, it is. All right. So, what yes, is, it is the definition of financial literacy? Let's 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 get that straight first. That is the ability to okay. make the ability to make informed judgments and to take effective actions regarding the current and future use and management of money. It includes the ability to understand financial choices, plan for the future spend wisely and manage the challenges associated with life events such as a job loss, saving for retirement, or paying for a child's education. That's the definition. Because without this knowledge, people find themselves living from paycheck to paycheck with crushing debt and lacking the savings to rise above their financial circumstances or their current circumstances. But the good news is that if you become financial literate, you'll make better decisions regarding your finances, keeping more money in your pocket and enjoying the life that you re you deserve. And that's that's where women worthy of wealth came from. Now, let me get to I have my camera. Let's just make see you guys. Hold on one second. OK. All right. Great. So let me tell you a little bit about our women worthy of wealth and how we got started. And yes, Gilbert, I do do men. We do. I have a women's <laughs> club, but I would love to have a men's club as well, because I'm sure you guys would love the information that you're getting there. So, um, but the it was, let me tell you how it was founded. I've been in business for um, 38 years, um, company National French Benefits, but how women worthy of wealth was founded it was founded last August, right in the middle of COVID, all right? And I belong to a mastermind group comprised of men and women, but the founder wanted me to do something special for women. So I did a one-time financial literacy workshop and we had a boatload of fun. We were all cutting our teeth on Zoom. I didn't know what I was doing with Zoom. It was just <laughs> all over the place. I was all over the place. Okay. You remember those days? I know you guys do, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, what is this Zoom stuff? So, but we had a great time. And there was so, the spirit in the air was hope. Um, they took away, the women took away some great strategies on, on how to manage money. 
But after the meeting, the women said, okay, now what? You're going to leave us hanging? You know, <laughs> what do we do now? What do we do next? And everybody wanted to continue. And that's how Women Worthy of Wealth was born. So I founded um, Women Worthy of Wealth, which was actually started off being Why Women, Why Now? And then we had some, we all voted on the name. And, um, and that's how we came up with Women Worthy of Wealth. And so, you know, before, when COVID came, I said, oh, okay, oh, good. I'm just going to work with a few clients. I'm not going to do a whole lot of work. I'm just going to, you know, coast. And little <laughs> did I know, you know, we have plans, but God has plans. You know, yeah. you think you have your plan and then God comes and he has another plan. I am grateful um, that God put other plans in my life because through women worthy of wealth, I'm fulfilling my purpose and my vision, which is to help women um, uh, develop their dreams. I mean, that was my vision. I mean, not was, that was my vision and mission 38 years ago. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to that screen because this is exactly what my vision was 30 years ago was to help my clients become financially secure, achieving their life goals and dreams. Our mission was for them to become better to make better choices regarding their finances, bringing forth a more prosperous future, creating a financial legacy, generational wealth. So our kids don't have to start over, over and over again. Generational wealth is real big. And hopefully I can have a call just where we can talk about that. But having a sense of safety and relief, knowing you will never have to worry about money again. And this is the beginning. You will enjoy life to the fullest and enjoy the success you so richly deserve. So when God said, I'm not finished with you, you can't retire, Tanya. And he came up with women worthy of wealth. <laughs> I said, okay, all right, I got it. I got it. You just, you know, you want me to continue in my ministry. And, and so I'm grateful for that. Our, our uh, acronym is WOW, because we're the only game in town that's teaching women, how to increase their network. See, your income has nothing to do with you being rich. Your income has nothing to do with you getting wealthy. It is your net worth. And that's another whole nother segment that we'll do. Um, but we teach women how to increase their net worth and have enough money to live the lifestyle they want, the lifestyle that they deserve. You know, we are having so much fun. You know, people say, Tanya, you make talking about money fun. Yeah, it can be fun. You know, we took the fear out of understanding how money works. And that confidence is what's helping women rise above their financial situation. Because men, women, all of us, we all want a life where we don't have to worry about money, right? We all yeah, want a life sure. where, right, where we're building wealth because we deserve wealth. We, you know, we all want to enjoy a dream retirement. We all want to have a rich and fulfilling life. That's what we want, you know? Um, we all want to live a legacy. So women worthy of wealth, oh boy network, watch out. That's what we tell those old guys, watch out. <laughs> I love the way you said, and this also is depicted in the Bible, that we deserve to be wealthy, right? Because a lot of us feel, you know, that you know, this is the station. This is my station in life. If this is all that I have, maybe I'm not supposed to have anything more and I should just not even try to go for more. So I love the way you are encouraging that you are just entitled, entitled as anyone else to be wealthy as well. 
Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because I'm going to I'm gonna just skip over because this you guys are family, so you don't mind me skipping over. No, no, do you, what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, it it made me think, it made me hold on one second, present. Um people always want to quote the Bible what God thinks you're not supposed to be wealthy. Okay, here's all these scriptures right here that tell you that you are supposed to be wealthy and, and the principles for financial success. You know, I'm a woman of, you know, I'm, I'm a woman of faith. So I believe pay God uh, mm -hmm. and then pay myself. I mean, that's one of the principles. Pay yourself. There's a scripture, Malachi 3, 7, spend less than you earn, avoid the use of credit cards, build liquidity. All of this set goals, create generational wealth. Uh, give freely, you know, believe that God owns it all. So these are scriptures that are telling you, yeah, these are you. We deserve to be wealthy. You can't help anyone if you don't have any money. I mean, you can help them. Um, um, I guess, you know, give them you guys can have a conference. You guys can have a conversation. Right. Hold on one second. Right. But you can. But even your family, if you don't have your your I mean everybody's dream is to make sure that you know let me let me back up. We all went to school so that we could create a better life for our children, right? Yeah. But if we are never in that position to do that, then we're not even fulfilling what we went to school for. Exactly. We can't pay for our bills and and uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tanya, it's not just about having enough money to pay your bills, right? Oh God! If you know, if you just have enough money to pay your bills, that's just enough. A flat tire can take your just enough to not enough. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, you know, your car breakdown—that no just enough is not enough anymore. We gotta stop thinking that. <laughs> I can be here all day talking about that. Yeah, yeah, no. We, we, <laughs> one crazy and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One thing happens and you're done. The refrigerator, the roof, you're done. You know? Um <laughs> we yeah. So yeah, no, we, we're supposed to have more than enough. We're supposed to be wealthy. We really are. And yeah. that's what we teach through our membership. We teach, and like I said, you know, I, I wish Gilbert, you get some guys together. Because the ladies, they are kicking butts now. I, I thought we would, they, they would, I mean, they might be in the chat, but they are like, whoa. Because our 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 membership is, is a community, yes. you know. It's a community which allows us to experience an amazing path to mm -hmm. stay connected to like-minded women who choose. Because yeah. everyone doesn't choose to educate themselves regarding uh, wealth building uh, concepts and strategies. Right. So, one of the perks to being a member worthy of wealth through our community is that we're going to give you, I give you access to a wealth of knowledge and guidance that focus on creating a more prosperous future for your family. So we have our, our financial coaching, you know, that is you get personal hands-on service to help you develop a financial strategy. But mm -hmm. more important, we help you to implement a financial strategy because it's right. pop knowledge is not power. It's mm -hmm. applied knowledge that's power. You can right. have mm -hmm. all the tools in the world. I mean, why do you say spend less than you earn? Well, that mm -hmm. makes, that's common sense, right? You would think mm -hmm. that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
The next is we monitor your financial strategy to help keep you on track. And all of this is designed to address your unique financial situation. There's no one pill cures all. Then we have financial consulting. The financial consulting is a stated plan to help guide you through your investment strategy, personal mm -hmm. financial consulting. We have, and it is so much fun. We're actually changing lives. Women are getting out of debt, paying off houses, sending kids to school. I mean, we are definitely changing lives. And then we have our newsletters. We send that out two to three times a week. And that's keeping you informed with resources needed to help you build wealth, to help you uh, manage your money and plan for your legacy. As I said earlier, we're really, really big on generational wealth. Managing money is the one of the most important skills that you will ever learn. Now, everybody likes a discount. Everybody wants to have some extra money, right? And that's our perks. Right. Our perks helps you stretch your paycheck. You know, that, you know, one of our things when we first started um, Why Women, Why Now, which turned into Women Worthy of Wealth, it was always how to have more money at the end of the month. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had to start with people on how to have more money at the end of the month. All right. Uh -huh. And uh, I teach you how to set up a spending account and we go over how to create a, um, a budget. People say, I don't like budgets, but the way I show you, you'll love it because it, it teaches you how to do what you want to do, how to live the life you want. It doesn't keep you from doing something. It actually enhances what you can do. But right. one of our perks, and we had a member last month says she saved $300 and she saves about $100 a month. And we have exclusive discounts on hundreds of brands. It's packed with savings. Um, updated daily. I bought my Lexus uh, from our perks program. That's good to know. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. They, they sent me to one of the vendors. Uh, I, I live closer to probably Lexus of Beverly Hills, but they sent me to one in Glendale that was part of the program. And I saved thousands of dollars, you know, because why pay full price on goods and services for things that we spend our hard-earned money on. I mean, why do we pay full price? So we want to save thousands of dollars. I call it the latte factor. I think at Recycling Black Dollars, I did uh, a presentation on the latte factor, you know, things that you spend that you're not even thinking about. I'm going to give right. you a, a coffee here and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Well, $10 a day, and let's just say it's earning 10% of that's not uh, unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, in 15 years, that coffee under the latte factors cost you $128,000. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. In 30 years, guess how much it's cost you? Just $10 a day. So the stuff that we just throw out, throw out, it costs right. three six hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollars Wow. Okay? Mm. So, so we teach you how to, to recognize what your latte factor is and how to adjust it and put money away so you can become wealthy. And you really can. It's really not that difficult. So even... Tanya, in this day and age, and I see uh, so many yeah. testaments from from your from I get the women in your program. Uh, uh -huh. uh, Peggy says the group is invaluable. My husband and I are benefiting greatly. Um, <laughs> Melissa says uh, the women, wow, the women worthy of wealth has been God sent for me. Uh, thank you. So, what even in this time where during COVID, um, uh, one can can put themselves on the pathway to getting more control of their finances, even though you have minimal finances. Although, 
which is interesting. Probably during COVID, people have had more money circulating through their bank account than ever before when it was pre-COVID. Would you say, would you agree? Uh, that is so true. Yes. People have a lot more money. You know, I would sit down with someone and I would say, okay, you need to save 300 a month. And they would swear up and down. I can't save no 300 a month. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then when COVID came, and they did, <laughs> and one person lost their job, or they both. All of a sudden, they were still able to pay their bills. They were still able to uh, eat. So we have a lot more money than we think we have. Yes. We just need someone to sit down with us and show us where it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it it goes beyond it goes beyond um, um, the numbers. Yes. It goes really beyond the numbers. It has a lot to do with your psyche. 90% of it is in your mind. It really mm -hmm. is. It gets really heavy. And a lot yeah. of the women worthy of wealth, what we do is teach you how to control your impulses. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Yes, Crystal. Uh, there's a ton of money that's probably just sitting, sitting around that you just, you can't see it. It's there. You just can't. For instance, the latte factor. We never thought about, I mean, we would go out to eat breakfast and you buy this, you buy orange juice, you got orange juice at home, you buy coffee, you got coffee at home, you know, but now when you don't have the money coming in, all of a sudden you, you think something differently. Well, I know I, I saved tremendous amount of money on gas because now yes. all of a sudden I was filling up my tank every six weeks versus yes. every week. Yes. So the money in between that, I was able to throw that into the savings account and you know other dollars you know the latte i wasn't going out to buy coffee or i wasn't going out to eat period i was doing everything at right. home so during right. this time has been a great time right in order to um save money and, and the latte doesn't have to be coffee it can be magazines uh when you when you check out of the um when you know when you check out the uh, the grocery store and you have mm -hmm. magazines it could be magazines god forbid it could be cigarettes it's a <laughs> lot of it could be a lot of things that you're just not paying attention to uh but at the end of the month you wonder why you don't have any money at the end of the month so we help you realize what those things are you know i'm not against having fun i'm just against not being financially free you know there's a choice you right you know, exactly and so you can what are some of the steps yeah. that you would say to uh what would be some of the steps you would for for someone to get started like even though we're we're still at the tail end of COVID, there's still lots of money flowing out there if someone was to just say okay i am going to take control of my financial um future what would be some of the things that i would need to do well you know this is going to really this I'm going to, because we're going over here. I'm going to view present. Okay. <clears throat> now, you're going to say, Tanya, okay, let me tell you the things that you, you have, you can do, you know, uh, pay yourself first before you pay anyone else. Um, make okay. it automatic before it, it comes out. Pay yourself first, make it automatic, and there's a right. And I'm going to give you 13 things to do before I leave. But let me just tell you what okay. the real thing is. It's all, it, the real thing is really is that you have to believe that wealth is possible. 
That's the first thing you have to do. People think that that, you know, because you can attract money. You know, I don't know if any of you, have you guys ever read Rich, think the book Think and Grow Rich? Yes. Okay. There's, uh, if you go to YouTube, there's one called The Legacy. I mean, if you mm -hmm. really, belief is 90% of your success. See, there's a strong link between our emotions and our financial success. Our values and our emotions will influence our financial decisions. Our financial traits and habits impact our our, our finances. See, savings is not a mathematical problem. It is an emotional problem. In other words, money is more about the mind than it is the math. So get, let me give you an example. 90%, this wheel right here is called the wheel of emotions. 90% of the battles in your mind, financial success is, is influenced by personal psychology versus mathematical ability. So it's not enough to be the right person at the right time. You have to be the right person in the right place at the right time. Let me repeat mm. that. It's not enough for you to be at the right place at the right time. Because you can have a whole lot of money. I, I, I'm fortunate enough, I'm getting referred to some athletes and stuff. And because they have all this money, all the principles in the world right. are not going to help you right. if you're not at the right yeah person in the right place at the right time place at the right time okay. i i completely agree because as you said they're making tons of money but how many times have we read that an athlete has just gotten this million billion dollar package and they no longer have any money yeah and because they're not the right person at the right place at the right time because our money is affected by our emotions and our emotions are affected by money if you are if from fear, anger, sadness, joy, trust, if a person has a lot of money, they might feel happiness and joy, right? But a person who does not will feel stress and anxiety about not paying their bills. So our finances trigger an emotional response. Let me give an example. A woman confessed that she's a shopaholic. So when she feels stressed, she starts to buy things. So, and then to prevent her husband from finding out, she puts it up, um, she's the one who pays the bills. But she's risking, right. number one, her relationship with her husband, because what's the number one cause of divorce? Money. Money. Yep. All right. Um, and she's losing money. Boredom is an emotion. People spend a lot of money when they're bored. Another woman said, mm -hmm. told me that she has more closets in her, more clothes in her closet than she can wear. Her closets are so packed that she begins to put purchases on the floor, but she buys more. Um, a guy would buy video games compulsively. He said, I just like the act of buying it. It, it gives me power. His wife divorced him, but you know, that's old. Wow. <laughs> so we've all done stupid things, you know, dumb things with our money. And in every instance, these dumb things were a product of our psychological emotional impulse. We weren't acting rationally, you know, uh, rationally. A grief, depression can cause you. A good friend of mine was going through a divorce and she just said, I'm going to let him have everything. And we were like, girl, she said, because I'm just so tired. And we said, okay, you tired, but we're not. So just let us help you through this. But she was about to give up everything because of her emotions. I talked to uh, another person uh, lost an inheritance because she was upset. So that's the first thing, Crystal. So we can talk about all the principles and I will give you some to do, but mm -hmm. that is the biggest thing is you have to learn what is holding you back. 
you know, what emotion are you involved when you make a financial decision? When you make a decision to, I know nobody would do any of this, but um, one lady made a decision to borrow from her 401k to go on a trip because Ooh. her, um, with her friends, because she didn't want her friends to know that she didn't have uh, any money. So she mm. borrowed. Oh See, my goodness. I'm telling you, that's a, that's an emotional, that's an emotional problem. And, mm -hmm. and so the first thing I tell my clients to do is let's talk about what your habits, what do you believe? What do you really feel about yourself? Do you even really feel that you deserve well? Because if you don't feel you deserve well, guess what? You're not going to get any. I'm telling you the truth. Okay. Um, so there's so a lot of Huh? Based upon what you just said, so do, do some of these are some of our conceptions come from our family? How our mothers and fathers dealt with money as well? Oh, it all comes from that. It comes from our families. It comes from people we're listening to. You know, yeah. Well, my brother he said that I should buy term insurance. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not. Yeah. I have nothing against term insurance, but I'm just using it for an example. Yeah. Um, but him and his family believe in generational wealth. But term insurance is not designed for generational wealth. But someone told him that's what he should do. Susan Norman, uh, the mother dies. Because their uh, surroundings maybe is different than ours. I believe in generational wealth. So, yeah, Crystal, it is. It, a lot has to do with our with with how we've been raised. I mean, that's how I became who I am, you know. Um, I, my mother spent, she, she spent a lot of money on her wants versus her needs. And it's a, it's a whole long story. And when you get to know me, I'll tell you, cause it gets <laughs> on how I even decided when I was young that I wanted to be rich. It all came yeah. from emotions that, um, that I had as a child, you know, there's a long, and a lot of people have this emotion right here, love and belonging needs your desire to be accepted so you create a habit of spending to keep up with your friends and family you know your old folks you always say you know you can't keep up with don't try to keep up with the joneses well there's right. some financial psychology behind that you know wow. so so that's one area that's one area some people i'll step on some toes here how some people uh spend ten thousand dollars for their children's wedding and they put it on a credit card what is that it's not an emotional issue, right? Right, exactly. And because you would, a better investment would obviously be to help your children be able to buy their first home, right? Instead of putting that on, you know, all that money on a wedding, then, you know, if that, because for our children, it's going to be very difficult for them to buy property. And that would be the first investment, I would say. Um, uh, yes. to, that a parent would want to do. But, you know, you have to sit down and you got to talk about it. Yeah. But, uh, and, yeah. And, you, and you just said something. Does it happen when you're a child? What messages are you sending your children when you buy things that you can't afford and then you feel anxiety? They feel your anxiety when you can't pay your bills. So that's that's the first area. And that's where, that's where financial literacy, illiteracy comes from. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So let me give some principles. How much time do we have? Do I have? Um, another 10 minutes. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go here then. I could talk a lot. 
but I'm gonna put it. <laughs> and, and I see uh, your your the the women of uh, wealth here. Their mindsets have changed. They used to hate to talk about money. After joining Wow, they're excited about their finances. They they find that their the accountability is huge. Uh, that's pretty awesome because those are life changing. Um, uh, things going on within these individuals. That's 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 on point, Miss 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 Tanya. <laughs> well, it's, we're having fun. I'm telling you, we are like uh, we're having so much fun. I mean, um, okay. So the first principle is you pay yourself first. If you pay yourself first, you said, what can we do? All right, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip wrist a second. I'm gonna go back up here one second. Hold on one second. Hold on. Let me just get here. Uh, let's go to the pay yourself first. Okay. All right. The first thing you do is to pay yourself first. Okay. You pay yourself first and, well, pay God first. Cause like I said, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a faith woman. You do your tithing. That's yeah, important. That really works. Yeah. A lot of people don't really think it does, but it does. All right. Uh, yeah. Paying yourself first is, first is the surest way to increase your net worth. That's what you have to do. So even though you're going through the COVID things, if you pay you first, you get your paycheck and I don't care. You pay you first. Then you pay everything else. Do it like the IRS does. Don't they take money out of your, your account before you see it? <laughs> yeah, they do. They take it. <laughs> They're paying themselves first. <laughs> right. Now, one of the things I did do is COVID to pay myself first was I uh, you know, opened up an investment account. And so uh, every week, uh, uh, you know, a certain amount of money comes out and goes into a, an account that I can then use to purchase uh, uh, any stocks that I want, and want or to put it in, in, in a, a savings type of plan. Uh, so that's something that I kind of incorporated last year. And, and that is so smart. And so when I told you to this, so first, I said, you have all kind of buckets. First, you're going to save for that. You're going to save a thousand dollars. Then you have to start saving for three months of living expenses. Then you have to start mm. with six months of living expenses. Okay. COVID mm -hmm. taught you that. All right. Yes, it did. And if you are self-employed, it's, it's 12 to 18 months. So how are you going to, I mean, and again, I'm not against having fun, but if you don't have at least a thousand, first of all, if you don't have a thousand dollars saved, you need to get another job and figure it out. I mean, sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to reinvent each other ourselves. Sometimes we have to maybe do some babysitting. I think some parents would be happy for you to come get their kids and take them somewhere else. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you got to make yourself your first bill. Uh, like I said, you know, if you pay everyone else first, you'll never get financial freedom. Uh, but how do you pay yourself first? People say, well, how do how do I, I, I do that? It's because you make it you make it auto, you make it automatic. Let me see what my automatic is. And there's so many nowadays, Tanya, there's so many 
uh, apps that you can use that can deduct money straight from or move money. You can move money from your account into your PayPal account or somewhere. You know, when people reimburse me from a, on, on a cash app, I just leave it sitting over there because that yeah. like becomes my savings. If somebody somebody's reimbursing me or paying me something, I yeah. just send it through my cash app, and now it's being saved over there. And when I need it, then I can move it over into my account. It, exactly. And the, the key to paying yourself first, because I always tell people, I said, you know, you don't have to make a lot of money to be rich. You really, really don't. You know, because actually, the more money you make, whatever, what happens? You spend. The more you spend. Okay. You know, you have a car. Now you want a new car. You have a house. Now you want a two story. You know, you have clothes. Now you want more. So <laughs> that's why I say it's not about the money. It's not about the income. It's, it is one about the psychology of it, but it's two about there's some actual principles. See, there's a science to getting rich and I don't have all the, enough time to even tell you about it. So definitely contact me because there is a science to getting rich. Um, so how does one become, if you are female, and then we're, we're going to talk about you establishing a male's group, but how does one uh, uh, become a member and, and a part of the Women of Worthy? Uh, that seems like that's an awesome program. So is, yes. do, is, is it ongoing or do you oh, have yeah, it's time frames? Come at any time. And I do this... Um, and guess and guess how much it is. It's only two hundred dollars a month. Why y'all get all quiet? <laughs> <We're listening. laughs> I'm just diving. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But if you're um, teaching them to say thousands and thousands of dollars, that's and a it wouldn't be right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Right. Well, before anybody hangs up, let me just show you um, to become a woman worthy of wealth to, to get into the group. Um, I'll put it in the chat, but the website is www.worthyofwealth.net. And that okay. will you all, all what you need to, to get in. Okay. Um, but it's $9.95 a month. Let me look at your Wow. That, you can't beat that, man. $9.95 a month, Tanya? That's it. That's oh, wow. It. That's it. And I know people, you know, I have mentors and people and stuff in my network, and they say, Tanya, that's just not enough money. You're just wasting your time. Oh, they just fuss at me. But you know what? I said, yeah, it is, because when women win, we all win. That's right. Right. When exactly. women win, the men win. I, you had a couple of ladies on the call, on the chat. The men are are calling me up saying, thank you for helping my wife. <laughs> so she can stop shopping. <laughs> so she can stop shopping. <laughs> so... Um, I'll put it in the chat again. I don't know where do I put the chat, but yeah. Um, I just I just put it in there for you. Yes, women. I put your contact information. Women worthy of wealth. Yeah. Let me, see, let, me, let me make sure that's the right. That's I know that's it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's we're, we're, So, yeah. guys, give Tanya a call. I tell you, this is a really good time uh, for you to really be making these moves. And I know, you know, we have learned a lot during COVID. Uh, that one, we learned, first thing we learned is that we can live without a whole lot of stuff, right? Isn't that the truth? That's the first thing we've learned. And so this is, a, I call COVID a reset button, like the redo button. Yes. So now you can start fresh and say, okay, I'm going to take, even if you're putting down $25 a week, put that away. Yes. As a, that becomes $100 a month. And as that increases, and then you can go and you can, and, you know, in order to uh, get comfortable. But you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, paying yourself first creating household budgets and per personal budgets and business budgets uh, are good ways to start uh, just getting your control, get control. And, and Tanya, I love that you said that it's a psychological and an emotional place. So being able to sit down and talk with someone like, a, like Tanya to help you work through why you do what you do and how you why you treat money the way you treat money. <laughs> right. Yeah, because once you understand that, all these other principles will just be so easy. It's so easy. But you got to understand why you do what you do first. You really got to understand the psychology and 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 once you understand that you guys, ladies and gentlemen, you will be able to be wealthy and, and you'll be able to have the lifestyle you want. You'll be able to have the financial freedom. You really, really would. I did not come from money. Not at all. Okay. We <laughs> ate bacon and eggs for breakfast. I mean, for dinner, I thought it was just because I thought it was good. It wasn't until I got older that I found out that we had no money. Where's our money? Because she was spending it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you guys, thank you. Uh, but all these principles, yeah, um, Crystal, you know, when people start treating savings like an expense, you know, you pay mm -hmm. your bills, but treat your savings like an expense. I pay right. me. I don't care. If nobody else gets paid. I'm getting paid. Right. <laughs> and, and then you know what this allows you to do? It allows you to walk, to borrow from yourself. That's that's yes. called, and we could come back another time and talk about risk management because there's so many different areas, uh, Crystal, but and Gilbert, but. Um, I borrowed for myself. I bought my office across the street and I had to put a really stupid amount down, like 40%. I was able to go through some tax-free programs that I had that it didn't matter that the market had crashed because my money wouldn't go down with it. And I was able to borrow from myself and pay myself back. And I'll pay myself back 18% interest. I'm now paying Chase for 18% interest. So <laughs> that's right, it. No, I like love that. it. Love <laughs> it. Love it. And I like number 11 where it says adopt a millionaire mindset. I love that because yeah. if you put yourself there, then everything, I think everything else is going to follow. It's like, if you see yourself in business, then that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to manifest that business. So that's basically what you're saying, right? Manifest that millionaire mindset. And, and but, but millionaires are very, very, um, they uh, they challenge themselves and they have steps and 
discipline in order to become a millionaire and stay a millionaire. It's part of you can become a millionaire, but the key is being able to stay a millionaire. <laughs> and, and one thing I'd like to add to what, what, what Tanya is saying, one thing I want to add to what Tanya is saying is that in our lives, we need to establish milestones. Milestones will help you a lot, especially when, when, when what Tanya is saying about, you know, putting aside X amount of dollars per week or per month for yourself, establish milestones and say, okay, in 12 months, this is what I want. This is where I want, that's, this is what I want to achieve. This will get you guys there. Trust me. Trust me. It will. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And I, just, I just want to leave with just four things that wealthy people do well. And one is one, they manage risk better. I have a whole thing on risk. So I really got to come back and do that because people do not do risk planning. Oh, like, I'll give an example. There are programs out there that if you get sick, will pay your income, will pay your office building, will pay everything. That's part yes. of risk management. Yes. Wealthy people manage risk better. That they manage true. taxes better. There's yes. tax-free programs people are not aware of. They manage cash flow. Uh, mm -hmm. There's some techniques on how to manage your cash flow. Mm -hmm. They manage costs. Right. And it makes them feel better. And then they look for predictable guarantees when markets are high. You think mm -hmm. they're not into guarantees, they are. So those are the things I just could leave you with. But yeah. That is so beautiful. To, <laughs> I am going to become a member of Women Worthy of Wealth for nine ninety five a month. I just, wow. I think, uh, wow, wow, I, I just think it's fantastic. And so I, I'm challenging other women that are on this call that are not already part of Women's of Wealth that are watching this call and, and watching this show, and also those that after I boost the show and you guys hear that it only costs you nine ninety five to build wealth. <laughs> you want to jump on over there and also uh, join. And then uh, maybe we're going to challenge the men uh, to reach out to Miss Tanya Mackey and be able to set up a program uh, for yourselves so that you too can acquire wealth. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And as I told you guys before we started the, the, uh, um, uh, uh, the show, that Tanya, she don't just walk, she don't just talk to talk, she actually walks to talk. So this is through her experiences and she's sharing it with you. And uh, Tanya, I want to thank you for inviting all your ladies to chit chat with us and it's been fun. Um, we're definitely going to have you back and I, I love the fact that um, about managing risk because everybody was kind of thrown off during COVID but we, we didn't have a plan to yeah. address risk and, and crises are going to happen every single day. So how, do, how are we going to be prepared for the next crisis? Right. Because it's going to come. This is not it. This is the last crisis you're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going right. to be prepared for the next one, right? Yes, we're going to be prepared for the next crisis and we're going to handle it in stride and do what we need to do to make sure that um, we uh, that we're OK after we come out. And and if you look at it, companies that that do mitigate risk, they're doing fine. Thank you. Well, manage risk better than anyone else. That's the that's the key. Mm hmm.
Yeah, sounds good. Well, you have been Thank absolutely you. awesome. So again, guys, the, the information is on the screen. Contact Tanya Mackey at www.womenworthyofwealth.net at uh, $9.95 per month and sign up today so that you can, by 2021, you are heading, in, uh, heading on the pathway to wealth. Christopher, can I put my uh, telephone number in the, in the chat so if anyone wants to text me? Yes, by all means. Uh, Give it, Gil, Gilbert will plug it on in for you. Gilbert yeah. is, yes. three, is 310-923-8640. Beautiful, beautiful. So they want to text me their email or anything. So 310-923-8640, yes. Perfect. Thank you. You will see this uh, This show is on our YouTube channel. And so I'm going to ask everyone that's in the chat, has been chatting, if you will go over to the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert and hit the subscribe button. We, Tanya, we have these kind of conversations going on on the Business Zone every Friday oh, afternoon yeah. at 3 o'clock. Last week, Gilbert and I did a fantastic uh, show on uh, acquiring and building um a, a business credit, corporate credit. Ooh. And so those are just some of the shows that we've done uh, during the month of February. Next month, next week, we have someone coming in to talk about non nonprofits. Uh, Amber Wynn, she's going to come back, come over and talk about how to structure and make sure your nonprofit has all the money that it needs in order to service the community Um and the programs that it that your that your nonprofit is, uh, is working on behalf of. So we want to thank everyone. So again, if everyone would go over to our YouTube channel, that's the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert, and hit the subscribe button and the notification, and we'll keep you informed as well because we're going to have Tanya come back for sure rest risk because i think that's that a good conversation to have and i'm sure tanya got a wealth of of information and knowledge uh that she's accumulated over that 38 years she's been in business and uh and we love having you oh text wow women yeah wow um to 228 Dash 28 for the exclusive 10 ways to save. See, Tanya's got a virtual receptionist as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I need some help. I need some help. <laughs> so, Gilbert, yes. that is awesome. So, Gilbert, what's going up on for you this week? Well, this week, as usual, I have a program that I'm the, the lead business coach for over at Vermont Slauson Economic Development Center. Uh, we've got 40 participants in a program called Legacy Business Program. We help small businesses to become business ready, contract ready, and bank loan ready. And we've got a platform where they get to store their documents and access those documents in seconds so that they can be ready for opportunities and don't get hit over the head like you did with COVID. So that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> so that's that's what's coming up this current this week this this coming week. Oh, okay. How about, how, how about you, Crystal? What you got? Um, I have kids that are submitting their business plans and for a competition that they are doing, and we are excited. They, they actually, uh, they just they just did a fantastic thing uh, this week. They. Uh, they submitted a, their pitch on Monday for a regional competition 
with a grand prize about ten thousand dollars, and now they submitting this weekend because um, May first, actually my birthday, they're going to be compete competing on uh, for the uh, Union Bank YEC, which is the Youth Entrepreneurship uh, Challenge, and they're going to compete against fifty other kids. We have 15 kids that were participating in the program, and we're really excited at all the hard work uh, that they have done. And um, we're just excited that they were able to complete a business plan, and now they're pitching that business plan. So that's what I got going on, Gilbert. Um, Beautiful. Biz Camp is coming up in, G- in July, so we're doing open enrollment for Biz Camp. We also thank you, Tiffany, and we also have. Um, um, what else do we have? We also have a, a tech program that the kids, all these are free biz, uh, summer camps for our kids. And then anybody have any teenagers that are going to college? I got a, some friends that got some scholarships that they're looking to give out to our children. So reach out to me at 213-458-5952 uh, and, and press one to speak to Crystal. And I will provide you with that information. We got to do everything that we need to do to make sure our children's future is secure. So to reach Crystal, dial 213-458-5952 and, um, and I'll help you out there. But it's been, this has been a fantastic show. Thank well, Chris, you. Well, Chris, Chris, Crystal, for your upcoming... Oh, that is crazy. What happened? Uh, I'll take a pass because I'm hearing a lot of noise in the background there. Gilbert. I was gonna, yeah, yes. That... Someone just texted me and they said I'm in Gilbert's Legacy Program. Oh, who is that? Uh, who is that? Mona Lisa. Mona, hi Mona, how you doing? <laughs> Mona, wow. this, Mona is in a great program, and now that you you did a shout out, Mona, I'm gonna take special care of you. <laughs> yes, I'm Mona and I have been friends since we were the third grade. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. That is amazing. I moved her in the shaker, so I, yes. I see why she's in the program. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, I'll, I'll make sure that Mona get the top of the line. As a matter of fact, I already enroll her in the premium program of Small Biz Pro. So, <laughs> so, so now we're going to take her to the next level. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, look at that. Is everybody connected and connected? But we want to thank your late, your wild ladies for participating and coming out to, to support you and to also making and, and supporting our, our show as well. We're very thrilled and thank you guys so much. And um, so, again, Make sure you guys go over. You have t- you're tuned into the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert, and we are just asking you to go over to our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button and the notification button, and then come back and join us next Monday. Uh, no, I'm sorry, next, next Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> next Friday uh, on on April 30th. Uh, to the business zone and also coming over and wish me a happy birthday. My birthday's on Saturday, but you can come and wish me a happy birthday on, well, on Friday. Well, I wanted to say, Crystal, oh. I wanted to say that uh, that beautiful uh, vacation island behind 
Miss Tanya Mackey right there. Maybe you could spend your birthday over there. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> I like oh, that no. idea. I like, I like that idea. You guys, you guys know I went to Cancun and I, I was ready to uh, just take my laptop over there and work from there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about it, right? That's right. That's why. That's why I'm going to join the 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 women of wealth, so I can be able to re, uh, work remotely from Cancun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Miss Mackey. So much. This has been a pleasure uh, meeting you in in person in the flesh, and yeah. you are you are a dynamo. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spread the word. I'm gonna let everyone know as much as we can. We've got your contact information yeah, here, and and remember, the show will be posted on YouTube and on Facebook. So you can go to YouTube. There'll be a video there, and they can just download it and pass it on to everyone that they can. I appreciate it. Thank you so much again. Yeah, I'll make sure I tag you on Facebook, but I'll send you the, actually the YouTube link. I just got to go in okay. and edit and put the information in the uh, chat room um, okay. and, and the show. So I'll make sure that happens to you for this afternoon. Okay. So guys, we just want to thank everyone. We're going to sign off. Gilbert, you're going to hit our ex exit. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Let me, right. know. Let me know when you're ready. All righty. So, you, everyone, have Thank a you. great weekend. Remember, we still are not out of the pandemic. We still have COVID is still out there roaming around. So make sure you mask up, social distance, and wash your hands. We want you to be able to enjoy your wealth, uh, but you got to be here to do that. <laughs> so make sure you're protected. All righty, Mr. Gilbert, Mr. Gilly Buchanan, we are yeah. signing off. We are out. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. As a small biz pro, I so we roll. Using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz pro, I so we grow. Using procurement, program, and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. All righty then. That was an amazing.